Was that a pop? Yes, it was. Just overall, what'd you think? Um, well, the animation was good, except for some parts of the first episode. Oh, no. Yeah, the the first episode was a little wonky, but the rest of it was okay. Um, it was cute. Uh, I, I had work to do, so I was like, oh, I'll, I'll do some work and I'll watch this while I'm doing it. And then, and then the first pe- person speaks, I'm like, oh no, it's a subtitle. It actually has multi-language in the file, Neil. Oh no. <laughs> no, I know this too late. Oh, it well. said dual channel on the file, Neil. You know what? I. Hmm. Oh wow. Uh, wait, let me make sure. Yeah, it says dual audio. You know what? I didn't even. I saw that. I didn't even put any thought towards. <laughs> well, at first, I didn't even have anything that could play it. So I was like, oh, I gotta download a new uh, uh, media player to play it. No. And then I started, and it's in Japanese. I'm like, oh. In Japanese. Oh. I was just like, screw it. I'll make it through it. Neil, <laughs> it's, uh, I tried to make it easy for you, too. I know. I just didn't, I didn't bother even, I just, I'm not used to, to media files having dual languages. I didn't even think of it. Okay. Well, it, well, most of the ones I have do. Okay. Oh, I, I, I was just doing some searching around online. Yeah. I type in animation aficionados into the search engine, and look at what this person says they're listening to. Seal Slammer. Do you see who the, what this guy's listening to? I see it. Okay. Oh, did you see the latest comments we got on the last episode? Uh, not yet. Hang on, let me take a look. Oh, I, I, I left some comments back. Basically, one person said, uh, said, it wasn't good, but I won't scorn it because people will stop making fan work. I said, if you want good fan work, you don't give gold stars for effort. And then I gave the Star Trek example because I think that's yeah. a very powerful example. I, I just love it. I could have pictured you just jumped out of your chair shouting, oh, I know what they're going to do. They're going to explain Captain Pike in the wheelchair. I was picturing you doing that, jumping up and shouting, oh, I know, I know, right? Yeah. But even you couldn't, couldn't have predicted Admiral Kirk showing up. No, no. Because that was just out of found Winkery left field. And then and then P. Murphy says, guys, I gotta say, it got a little dark there in the middle with the whole channel loss and jail pool thing. <laughs> I saw that one. And I said, bets are still open. Got kind of dark. <laughs> it's not like a death pool. I mean, that would be dark. Yeah. So... We should do a Mike Judge episode soon. Okay. Because that's been suggested to us. Let me just look at other suggestions our fans have left us. or Listeners, I should say. I don't know if they're fans. I think they just put up with us. Uh, Oban Star Racers, which sucks, but someone wants us to do that. Uh, P. Murphy wants us to talk about the latest DC anime movies, mainly the new Dark Knight uh, Returns things. Let's invite him on that one. I've heard mixed things about that. Some people say it's good. Some people will say it's blah. It's blah. Okay. <laughs> oh, Seal Slammer is here, and he says he wants to, us to talk about Saber Rider. And uh, I think that will keep us busy for a while. So let's uh, let's invite the appropriate people, and uh, I think that will work. Oh, yeah, here it is, playing in English like I'm an idiot. <laughs> Mocking you? Yeah. Damn it. 
Oh well, I'll watch. I guess I'll watch it in English later. <laughs> okay. Because I I didn't get the entire story, but I can comment on you know the animation and uh, and what I thought of the characters and and the fact in the plot line, especially from the fact that this is based off of a game. Yes, that's right. We have traveled to Eternia to enter Castle Grayskull. Join Optimus Solo and TF2 and Mike as they find themselves telling tales of Eternia. We cover all things He-Man in this 45-episode-long podcast. You can find us on iTunes and www.geekassradio.com. By the power of Grayskull, we all have the power. Now, what what actually came first? Was it the game that came first? Yes. Oh, wow. See, that's... And it's actually good. That's that's what kind of su- surprises me because usually. Okay. Well, let's save that for the show. Let's save it for the show. Hello and welcome again to Animation Aficionados. Uh, tonight we're talking about Sakura Wars. Uh, this is your host Ben, joined my co-host. He's Mr. Neil. Damn it! <laughs> Was not prepared for that for some reason. Hi ho! I'm here. And like I said, tonight we're talking about Sakura Wars, which is a very interesting Japanese franchise, and it's a tactical role-playing game, a dating sim, an OVA, an anime, a manga, a visual yes. novel. A tactical role-playing game on the Sega Saturn, which means that I should own it, but it's not in English. And a dating sim. Yes. At the same time. Yeah, uh, this, this show has, like, has a lot of female characters and it kind of does the thing where it has like all it has all the different tropes applied to the female characters you you have the shrine maiden chick you got the adventure chick you got the muscle chick um all you need is like the space pirate and the the space cop and you have a different show <laughs> but this show works too yeah it works I, I i just couldn't help thinking that i'm like this seems like so many other shows i've seen before wasn't there wasn't there a sakura in uh in Urusei Yatsura. It's a very common Japanese name. Yes. But, uh... It seems to always be the Shrine Maiden chick. But, uh, overall, the plot of Sakura Wars is kind of out there, but at the same time kind of awesome because it's out there. Yeah. It's a steampunk era, and the story is about a a female acting troupe that pilot Mecha, steam-powered Mecha, to fight monsters. And it has an awesome theme song. Yes, but but like I said, the, the plot line itself is, is is what's hilarious because it sounds so bizarrely Japanese, but so awesome at the same time. It is. It it's yeah. I, I just watched this for the first time, and it it I like I like how they uh, I'm trying to think of how to say this. I like the character interactions. I know that sounds kind of generic, like a generic uh, observation, but um. But it's hard to pull off most of the time. Yeah, it is hard to pull off most of the time. You don't you don't really get this most of the time. I mean, you you have you think about other other shows that have have like an all female cast. They're pretty much. I hate to say that all the characters are the same, but you know, Gem. You know, you have just basically one type of character. You have like musicians, and I don't <laughs> know. Maybe maybe I'm over generalizing that show, but it's not. It's that show is not nearly as complex as this. <laughs> Well, this show, why I think sells it is 
is the fact that you have all these different women that have completely different backgrounds. Yes, that's what I was reaching for. And uh, they have to work together not only to pilot steam-powered mecha to fight monsters, but to also work on this in this acting troupe, mm-hmm. which is just an amazing thing to see because it, it's because you have all these great women characters. I mean, uh, who are your favorites, Neil? Um, well, I, I really like Sakura, and I like the inventor chick because she kept inventing stuff and stuff would blow up in her face. <laughs> yeah, and I, I Koran, sort of like what Koran Lee is her name. She's yes. the Japanese character. Yeah, I was having a hard. I, I was dumb and didn't realize that what I was watching also had an English track, so I watched it in Japanese and was not picking up a lot of the names. Ah, and so yeah, I, I kind of like the the musclehead chick too. Uh, she's okay, but I think she's a little too muscly. Yeah, she's a little too boyish. She it, in in some of the weaker animated spots, she was kind of like a boy with boobs. <laughs> I, I just think you know I, I I like muscly chicks like Cora, but uh, but uh, Kana is the name of the chick in this series, the the muscle chick. She's just a little too big. Yeah. It, but uh, it's uh, I actually, oh, and there's a Moe girl. Are you talking? Are you talking about Iris? Yeah, Iris. Yeah, that name I picked up on. Yeah, her power is uh, her power is she's a psychic. See, each one of these each one of these girls has a different ability that makes them worth being on this team. And Iris is like the little girl, but she's like a psychic without being spooky and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Koran Lee is the uh, Chinese inventor. Kana is just the muscle chick. Uh, S- Sakura is the sword chick. And uh, who who else is there? Well, okay, yeah, Maria. Maria is like this Russian chick who's like gun crazy and she has some emotional damage, you can tell, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, but one of the other characters I really liked was actually the, uh, what's her name? Samare or Samir, or I can't pronounce it, but the one that that wields the Naginata. Yeah. Because she's so bitchy, she's funny, right? Yes. But but overall, there is there. What we watched were the, was the four episode OVA. Mm-hmm. There's also a 26 episode series, which I've seen, but Neil hasn't yet. But no. we'll say so. We'll save that for another time. But overall, we're going to talk about Sakura Wars. As the OVA specifically, and as a franchise broadly. And overall, like I said, the plot is kind of simple. The plot is basically, like I said, it's it's a it's a it's a female acting troupe in Mecha fighting monsters. Steampunk Mecha. Steampunk Mecha. That's yeah. Right. It's like it's like they're it's like they're piloting uh, water heaters. <laughs> I know. I like. I love the design too. Don't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's also a lot of other great. Uh, there's also a lot of other great uh, characters. Like there's a, there is a one person who is a. Uh, there's one person that's. Uh, it's that woman in the uniform that basically, she like is a supporting role. The you know? red-haired woman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's her name? Jeez, I forgot her name. I don't know. She. See, I because because I didn't realize that this had an English track. I was not. 
I was also working at the time, and I was kind of missing some of the major plot points, so I'm going to be kind of uh, hazy. But yeah, I do. Re- I do remember that character. I don't remember what her name. Oh, was. her name is Ayame. Ah. And like in her role is basically she is, uh, she's like she's like uh, the military uh, liaison to the whole thing. Yes. Not to mention she looks nice in the military skirts. Oh yeah, well of course. <laughs> and there was a male character. Yeah, he's actually the main character in the games, but he's always the supporting character in the anime and manga. Yeah, I, I was like, I was reading some of the wiki stuff on this. I'm like, how is he the main character? And then it. it occurred to me i'm like oh wait dating sim right okay <laughs> yeah he's he he does have kind of a lead role in this sometimes but he he kind of takes a back seat when the girls kind of are on as own. it should yeah he, he's he's our uh he's our tenshi and he uh unlike tenshi he doesn't occupy most of the screen time he just kind of goes away for for bits and pieces and i think that works yeah it works one thing I love is that they have these they have these colored uniforms when they're piloting the mechs. That's right, they do. And it's it's this very frilly uh, navy style uniform mm-hmm. with yeah, tight it's, pants. It's yeah, the whole thing is done very cute. <laughs> I, I like I like the kind of uh, when when this when these sort of genres kind of mix together. It's like it's like a steampunk world. It's got kind of like a, a lot of boy techie stuff in it. But it's also got the cute girls, and they get they get into uh, they kind of mix the fashion in there. But it's not like, like I said, it's not like Barbie. It's it's more like you know this is stuff that's actually cool to wear if you're a girl. Oh yeah, yeah. What I also enjoyed was just how the uh, it is is partially about with the OVA how how they try to show pieces of of uh, this is actually supposed to be a companion piece to the uh, first Saturn game. Mm-hmm. the ova the first ova so basically it's trying to show like bits and pieces of the past and the present the for a whole story that's all together the the series is a better part of that while the ova is more meant more as a companion piece but i think it tells the story by itself without needing to although the last episode was kind of weird with the uh with the ninjas yeah if for those of you who don't know the last episode was basically these ninjas just in the background just to like be storytelling devices. I, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, I don't either. The ninjas aren't important to the story, but they're there to lead the story. If that does that make any sense? I, I, it's hard to explain. Yeah. It's like, it, it's like a, it's like a garnish or something. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's a, it's a nice ninja garnish. Yeah. <laughs> it's there to accent. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. Cut that part. But overall, it is it is a rather cute series. I mean, Neil is a Saturn guy. I'm, su- I'm surprised you haven't tried to find a copy of it. Well, it's a Japanese only game. Let me, let me tell you about the ja- about the Saturn Japanese import scene. It's like uh, Saturn is great for importing unless it's an RPG <laughs> because RPG is for, RPGs are very text heavy, and if mm. you can't read it. Uh, it's not really worth getting, even if it's a great game. Like, you know, Dragon Force Two, Dragon Force One came out here on the Saturn. Dragon Force Two did not, and it's a great game. But in Japanese, you, you just have like menus and menus and menus, and it's all in Japanese. And there's nothing you can do to play it. 
I can understand that. It's yeah. a Neil doesn't want to learn a second language just to enjoy something. It's I don't really have the time and it you know I, there are people like like Chris Kohler who can do that and I I just don't have the patience. Not no it's it's, it's very it's it's very restrictive on new audiences. I mean people who say you have to learn a second language just to get the the intricacies of the language I think that's bullshit too so. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of why I'm more uh, localization friendly. I think that uh, um, people who do have the patience to learn a second language, you know, th those are the people who should be translating these games. <laughs> Please do, because they've just now recently uh, figured out how to uh, hack into Saturn ROM. So we can do this now. We can we can port these games to English. Hint, hint. Oh, well, actually, this Core Wars 5 was imported in North America in 2010. Ooh. Yeah, I heard one of them was, was made to be uh, uh, made specifically for, for America, and it it never got ported over, but it was it was made so that it could, or something like that. I no, that, this is the one that was made for oh. America. Okay. Basically, basically, Sakura Wars, the, the plot is there's these female acting troops. There, there's one in Japan. That's the main Sakura Wars story. But there's also one in... France and Paris that was that was in the in the third game, and then there's one in there's one in uh, New York, and that's where the fifth game takes place. Ah, I see. And I gotta say that the that the the French troop and the U.S. troop kind of feel weird. Yeah, because it's it's Japan doing their weird interpretation of other cultures, which is always funny. It's uh. Speaking it, of which, uh, in in this because I did watch the Japanese track, uh, there were a couple multi language uh, scenes, and it was hilarious because I don't know what language it was. I think they were trying Chinese. To, they were speaking Chinese, and I could tell that they were speaking Chinese very badly because it was kind of like this slow and stilted yeah, yes. yeah it's kind of slow and stilted and then they spoke english the english was okay but you could still tell it was off <laughs> that next time neil knows to check the files for yes yeah it was like all of a sudden my, my head shot up i'm like wait somebody's speaking english <laughs> <laughs> it's a and neil just for reference i am sending you the sakura wars 5 opening okay and and like I said, it's, it's supposed to be an acting troupe, but it, with the American setting and the music, it feels more like a burlesque club. Well, the girls are nice. Oh, yeah. You see, this is what I heard about. There was a cowboy check. Yeah. It's like whenever, whenever Japan thinks of America, they think cowboys. No, there's more than that. <laughs> yeah, but it's usually the first thing they go for. See, <laughs> the cowgirl has a horse. It's in the room. Yes. It's it's kind of odd, isn't it? To see it is. It's very there's there's something that's off about this. I don't. I know, isn't there? Yeah, it's still very cute though. It's it's something I think is worth checking out. What is this on? It is on PlayStation Two and Wii. It's on the PlayStation Two. I have the PlayStation Two. Do you now? I have it. I love the American airships called the Ahab. Yes. Statue of Liberty, of course. So what kind of vibe does that give you? I don't know. It's, again with the horse. 
<laughs> it's like that. That's her. That's her mode of of transportation is that horse. Even though she's in uh, New York and there's cabs everywhere. <laughs> Wait, what time period is this? It's steampunk still. Like I said, the uh, the the New York one feels weird, but the uh, the uh, French it's because, one. It's because the Statue of Liberty is green. <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> That might actually be it. I don't know. Just so people know, because you, you're not watching this with us, uh, the girl with the horse, she was literally like going in and out, out of buildings on the horse. Like <laughs> In one scene, she's actually bursting through a window on the horse. She is on a horse. No? Look up. No, I'm on a horse. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, Sakura Wars 3 is the French one, and that one has a has a weird feel, too. Like I said, it's I'm not trying to diminish the franchise any, but it, it it's something weird that when they they leave Japan and do the steampunk interpretations of these other places, it starts feeling weird. Yeah, it. I mean, it, Japan has done steampunk right before. I mean, they they did. Uh, what was it? It was uh, Sherlock Hound. That, that was a uh, an early. Uh, God, what's the guy's name? Uh, God, very famous Japanese animator, and I'm I'm blanking on his name right now. Mm. God damn it! Hang on, just a second. It was an early Miyazaki. Oh, the, yeah. how could you forget Miyazaki? I don't know. I was just I, I I was it was like it starts with an M. Famous guy. How how am I missing his name? Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a very cute uh, cartoon series. It was back in the early '80s, I think. Yeah, mm. mid '80s. Yeah, that that was steampunk, and uh, there was another one called uh, Steam Detectives. Although I've never actually gotten past the first couple episodes of that. Mm. Like I said, I just uh, like I said, it's I I like Sakura Wars when it's in Japan. When you go yeah. to these other places, it starts getting that weird feeling, like like with Japan, you know, oh they the animators and writers they've seen these places before, mm-hmm. and then when when they go to New York, it's like. Nah, they haven't been to New York. Yeah, it's like it would be like me trying to write something that takes place in Asia when I, when the only foreign country I've ever visited was Canada. A. A. Mario. <laughs> Sega Satin. What's a boot? What's a boot? Boot. But yeah, it's you know it's not quite the level of research that was done say, compared to Gunsmith Cats. Oh, God, no. Gunsmith Cats, they actually came here. Exactly. Chicago and recorded the actual Shelby Cobra. Why would anyone actually want to come to Chicago? I don't know, but there, <laughs> there are sounds in that movie that I recognize. I'm like, I think I've been there. If you listen very carefully to the background Gunsmith Cats, you can actually hear... You'd actually hear real gunshots that aren't part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They didn't have to record Foley for that. They they just picked it right up there in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that's what's lacking with the the other, you know, the the uh, Paris division and New York division of Sakura Wars is, you know, not that same level of research. Just. Mm-hmm. 
the Japanese interpretation of of New York, and and I know it's an alternate history steampunk New York and an alternate history steampunk Paris, but yeah, but that doesn't matter. Have you, have you ever seen Godzilla: Final Wars? There's a scene that takes place in New York. It's right before Rodan attacks, and there's a pimp talking to a cop, and whoever wrote this dialogue. Uh, did not grow up anywhere near North America. It's it's hilarious. Yes, I see. Yeah, it's like they they saw a, a gangster rap video and decided that that's what New York City is like. Yes, I see. Yes, I see. <laughs> hey, you say Godzilla. That's why I think of first. <laughs> yeah. I so it, it was... sounds like Neil is going to go pick up Sakura Wars. Five for his PlayStation 2. Yes, I, I'll have to do that. I, God, there are a lot of games I need to get the PlayStation 2. I, I, Does that I, thing still work? Yeah, it still works. Mine, mine's, still, mine's still trucking. Uh, seeing as I have, I have almost exclusively uh, uh, game uh, anthologies, so I have like the Mega Man collection and the, the Genesis collection. and I, I think I have one game that's actually made for the PS2, and that's... Uh, Growl answer generations. Mm. Yes. So my PS2 collection is kind of sad, but also kind of retro and cool. So overall, I think what makes Sakura Wars work is the character designs, the animation, the humor, the writing, the voice acting. Overall, it is just an extremely competently put together product when, in honesty, it is simply a tie-in piece of media but it has a level of care and finesse that tie-ins don't have yeah the 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 character designs are pretty much tied to the period it was made the, the mid 90s mid to late 90s where it's it's kind of like the evolved version of the anime that i like but it's still cute and and soft and very uh very stylized but very uh very identifiably japanese but you know, not not the angular stuff. I mean, the only character that has like the the spiky hair thing going on is the is the main male character. But even then, it's not like out of control. Yeah, it's not like Cloud Strife. No, it's it's not it's not like he's about to say it's time to duel. God damn it! Now, if anything, it's it's an almost realistic spiked. Yeah. But yeah, it's I love Sakura Wars. Overall, the franchise. He's a very strong franchise, even though – that's the funniest thing to me is is in the late 90s, they had the OVA here, and they didn't have they didn't have any of the games here in two, until 2010. It was, it, was, it was over a decade, and all we had was just the OVA and the TV series. Well, that's ADV. ADV released a lot of uh, anime that, in, in America that was based on games that we never got, like uh, Space Fraulein Yuna. Hmm. Yes, that's a great title. Yeah, unfortunately, it's kind of a kind of a weird sexualized moe kind of show. Oh, okay. Well, the title yeah. was sounded awesome until you yeah, said that. It's, now, it, now, now, it's just, it's okay, but it's kind of it's also kind of weird at times. Pedotastic. It it's a little like uh, poemi. Yeah, it it's. It's something that I picked up a long time ago, and it's kind of hidden in like the back row of my shelf, ah. where, where people can't see it. <laughs> Sounds like a good policy. Yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah, should we talk about the, the animation itself? Yeah, the animation, it's done by Madhouse. Yeah, the animation is really good. The f- first episode has some kind of weird animation going on. Um, one, one scene in particular that jumped out at me was the inventor girl. I'm sorry, I forgot her name already. She She's Come running on. to her telescope, and I don't think I saw a single step in that entire uh, set of animation. It was just like... She kind of like slid over to the telescope. I guess you would say it's it's a very very weird running cycle. It, it, I didn't see a single step in the whole thing. It was a it was a running cycle that did not have running in it. I that I can't really describe it. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah. I believe you. But like I said, it's uh, when you consider that the the OV itself was meant to just be a tie on product with the with the game. Yeah. Like you, you get the game, you get the OVA, and and the OVA explains like things that aren't in the game. That's the intent. It, you know, with that in mind, the, the OVA is still a, a good stand on its own product. Yeah, and you can tell that that uh, they got some budget when the next episode came up because the second episode uh, starts playing, and I and already it's it's vastly improved. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that's the one where. Uh, Sakura is learning a new technique, and she—I I couldn't discern exactly what she was doing, but I think she was like trying to. I think she got like a like a, a scroll, and she was trying to find the hidden message in it. She was, you know, running it underwater, like. Yes. Yeah, and and then she tried to tried to like hold it over a flame to kind of smoke it out, and the 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 symbols were starting to appear, and then it caught fire, and it was it was a cute scene. It was a very cute scene. But yeah, it's <laughs> overall the whole series is very cute. It's definitely worth watching. And uh, like I said, I'm going to get Neil to watch the series itself. That way we can do a, another episode on Secure Wars. That right now, like I said, right now we're just doing a brief overview of the concept of the series itself and the OVA specifically. And the funniest thing is what drew, drew me to this series and what drew Neil to this series was one thing. The theme song. Yes, it is very, very epic. It's it, it's not like punch the wall epic, but it it is kind of it does get the the blood moving and it's got kind of an epic chorus line. I mean, when when the opera singer joins in on the chorus, I, I'm like, this song is orgasming. It 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 it's also kind of cute at the same time. Yes. Like I said, it's the funniest thing, but yeah, it's the theme song that brought me to this series, brought Neil to this series, and <laughs> I think that's the best thing you can say about a theme song. It grabs yeah. you, it makes you want to watch the series. I mean, the theme songs can be advertising. This one is the best one ever. Mm-hmm. In fact, we'll be having a uh, a theme song episode at some point, and uh, this one might be in there. Yes. Well, technically we had one, but uh, Neil's computer ate it. Yeah, well, it didn't really get eaten. It's just, it's in a state that is, it would take too long for me to fix it. Because we have, we have four audio tracks, and one, unfortunately, is a mix of three different tracks. And it's hard to, it, it's hard to explain. But it, it, is, it is in stasis lock. Yeah, it's in stasis lock. It, it would just be easier for us to redo it. Yes, it would. And we could also correct the error of our ways by yes. including this song. 
Yeah, I couldn't believe that it wasn't mentioned. There were a couple other things that we didn't mention that I was like, ah, oh. like like we talked about. Uh, we're, we're digressing again. We talked about the the theme to uh, to uh, Captain Tyler, and the 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 main theme is good. But what's also good is the is the closing credits theme, which I meant to bring up, but we never did. But now we can. Yes, and now we, but that's that as Alton Brown would say. But that's another show. Yeah, that's another show. So uh, I think we've talked uh, we've talked out Sakura Wars as much as possible. Yes. Yeah, I did not get much of the story just because my head was down most of the time. I, I did like I did try to make observations on the animation and the character designs and the what I thought of how they were portrayed. So I, as far as those things go, I give it a thumbs up. It's very cute. Characters are all very likable. Um, you know, I'll even get a salute to the to the Japanese acting. Way to go, Japanese actors! You know, sometimes I do understand the the inflections argument. Um, doesn't mean that I think that this is how <laughs> this is how anime should be marketed in America, but and, you know, I do understand sometimes. And listeners, I did send an English track to Neil. It's just yeah, I'll I'll practice. be watching that later. Okay, good, good, good. But uh, that. You know, overall, I'd have to say Sakura Wars OVA recommendation, uh, TV series definitely recommendation. Uh, Neil, ditto. All right, uh, this show's Ben. We're TV's Mr. Neil, and we're saying good night.
し込めた一人の男が今日も行く真面目に遊ばぬ奴らには体で覚えさせるぞ